Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to the Bronson Beard Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the uh, Brats and Beers podcast. Uh, <laughs> woo! Love that sound. That means a fresh beer has been cracked. Cody, what you drinking? Bush latte tonight, baby. Okay. Drew, you got anything? Yeah, Bud Light. Okay. Competition. I have uh, the Corona Ale, so I'm drinking water tonight, boys. Um, I'm feeling under the weather. Don't know if it's COVID or not, but I'm on the COVID list in the NFL currently along with aj Dillon. yeah what's ah. going on with that? i don't know what you guys are talking about uh aj Dillon, the packers backup running back got tested positive or he tested positive for covid so and they're supposed to play thursday so now they're saying like the game could be in jeopardy would they just move it to uh, sunday maybe that'd be do the vikings have to quarantine i i'm guessing they're all going to get tested and then We've been quarantining all year. We've been not showing up. <laughs> hey, hey, big W this week. Yeah. Dude, what was up with that? Alvin I, Cook, that's what. <laughs> there was just, uh, there was no urgency in the Packers. I, like, I feel like they thought like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And all of a sudden they weren't. Yeah, they've been cruising along pretty well. And like, even like the first like touchdown was awesome. And then like the next one. And then all of a sudden it was just like, they just thought it was going to come so easy. I think, I don't know. Well, if it makes you feel better, all the Vikings fans were like, "Oh my God, it's not over!" Like, don't say it's don't. We're not we're not there yet. That's why you guys are all idiots. <laughs> but also the the oh, Packers defense was take- so bad at tackling; it was ridiculous. Like that was bad. You know they're gonna give it to Delvin Cook. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh wow, it was rough. I have not seen a uh, four touchdown performance from a fantasy player in a no. long time. Had him in one of my leagues though, and. Did it, it put you in the money? Uh, no, it was a regular fantasy league. Oh. It was the Did one against win? your brother that I talk shit, and now I'm probably going to lose tonight because of <laughs> Daniel Jones. Isn't that sad? You can have a 50-point fantasy player and still lose a game. Well, the rest of my team was so bad, dude. Like, it was... Let's um, hit the square table right off the bat. All right, so our tailgating session. <laughs> what uh, are your guys' favorite Halloween costumes that you've dressed up as? Ooh, I like this one. Was this a late ad? Uh, I mean, I think I texted you it, but I'm sure you didn't check your phone. <laughs> I've been busy. Favorite? I think uh, I'll start this one off because I only have one that comes. To, I have two that come to mind, but I'll only talk about one. Uh, that one involves Sean. Was that the year I had my wisdom teeth pulled? Like the same day? It Did wasn't the. I don't think it was the same day. I think it was around because it was on Halloween. One of those. I don't know if it was the same one, but uh, it was. <laughs> It was a strong four degrees in La Crosse, Wisconsin, Halloween night. We uh, we put giant diapers on. Uh, we shaved our chest and put a pacifier in our mouth, went on as babies. It uh, was a hit. It was cold. Do you remember we went to we, we went to Kmart to go find a bib too, and we had to, we bought like Toy Story bibs, and then we had to attach string to them because they wouldn't fit around our necks. We were a little bit juiced up at that point in time. Dude, that so. was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Two gigantic, muscular, grown men in diapers. <laughs> that's, yeah, a fetish. A good... that's a fetish for some people. It was good work. Drew, that what about awesome. yours? 
Uh, I don't have anything too crazy like that. I dressed up as a horse one year. I wanted people to mount me. <laughs> Did you get mounted? No. Uh, I was. I also dressed up as a. I had this little Super Mario guy that looked like he was carrying me around. I really like enjoyed that one. I do like. I like seeing that one. That's cool. Um, mine. I mean, the the baby was pretty awesome. That was. I think that was pretty hilarious uh, to go out as. That definitely a college move right there. Um, another one. Uh, so one year I was in in Oreo in college and we sewed uh, our black white and a black shirt together me and two other guys uh at the sleeves and then we had to walk around to house parties and go up and down stairs and every time we'd have to go fill up a cup we would all have to go together because we were all stuck together so yeah do you guys have you guys seen like any athletes dress up as anything um yes <laughs> do you guys have any like notable like athletes like costumes like, that uh, i was as? i was just thinking more of, of stuff that i like i like it when like have you seen these like stick figure where people use glow sticks on on like black oh, clothing? Yeah. Dude, that cracks me up so much. And then um, my sister totally nailed riffraff uh, two years ago or something. Like oh, it was yeah. it was pretty sweet actually. She had the grills and the she put cornrows in. I mean that's pretty intense. That's awesome. So that's awesome. There was a uh, a Paralympian that I saw. His name is Josh Sunquist. Um, <laughs> you guys should look this up if you get the chance. But he has only one leg but he always like makes he's his whole thing he's like you know what he's like having one leg it sucks but it makes amazing halloween costumes and his what like here's some of he went as a uh gingerbread man one time like missing a leg like it was bitten off so he went as a gingerbread man one time he went as a foosball player another year (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty awesome and then um he went as the lamp from Christmas Story as well, which is oh genius. my gosh! Yeah, so was, those are some cool ones that I found. He nailed it, Cody. I'm guessing you uh, didn't see the question. <laughs> no, but I have seen a lot of uh, athletes in costumes on Facebook, but uh, nothing that really jumped out. Like, damn, that was funny. Yeah, there's some some right ones, but uh, I know that. Uh, oh, I LeBron saw this one dressed oh. up as something funny a couple Wait. years ago. Do you remember? No. He went as uh, Ledward Scissorhands or whatever, and he dressed up like in a real intense Edward Scissorhands costume, but he called himself like Ledward Scissorhands. I don't know. He's an idiot. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I saw someone, they'd put like a box around them and it looked like an outhouse. And then if you open the doors, it's like a guy taking a, going to the bathroom is what it looks like. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, all right, well, let's jump into some uh, tailgate discussions here, guys. So, week eight NFL updates. Uh, what were you guys seeing out there? I mean, Vikings had a big win over the Packers. That was kind of depressing. The Titans lost. Um, that sucked as well. What else did you guys see? Forty Nine ers get beaten down by injuries. Yeah, the uh, the Dolphins came out with a big W. I don't think Tua had to do too much because defense gave him two touchdowns off a punt return and a pick six. But um, I think he had like he threw like sixty percent. Uh, had like a hundred yards. A he score. had his welcome to the NFL moment when Aaron Donald rocked the shit out of him and strip sacked him for a touchdown. But that'll happen. Yeah, I wanted to see him lose. To be honest with you guys. Yeah, I thought he would. Charlie Page- had an uh, amazing comeback against the Chargers. That was amazing. Yeah. Are the Patriots bad? Patriots are bad. I think Patriots it's official. Okay. 
I think it's official that they are are, are not very good this year. Um, you know who else is bad? The Cowboys. The Cowboys are really bad. They are good. Ben DiNucci. He played his heart out. I saw a thing today on Twitter. It said the best analogy for Ben DiNucci being in the game is when you're in Madden and your team's really good and you just want to put the punter in for the fuck of it as your quarterback <laughs> just to see if you can still beat the other team. Uh, what happened to your Titans, Sean? How did they lose? Dude, I don't know. Their defense. Uh, I think that's kind of why they made that trade today. Um, Desmond King getting a cornerback over. Oh. But their de- their defense just struggles, man. Like they They can't really contain a lot of people, so I think they're trying to get... Get some more talent on that end. I mean, Joe Joe Burrow did his thing. He's gonna chuck the ball, and that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. look half bad. King's a good good uh, addition though, from the yeah. Chargers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to have him. I mean, I'm hoping they they try to add another piece if they can. Otherwise, I think I don't know, guys. Uh, I have a feeling that the uh, the Packers are gonna trade for one of the. Uh, Texans wide receivers. I see a lot of Will Fuller conversation. Some Will Fuller, some Kenny Stills. I guess uh, Kenny Stills and Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb are all really close. Um, I don't Have know. If I saw that. I saw that picture that Devontae tweeted. He, he posted that. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun paying for Fuller's contract in the hospital bed. <laughs> I'd be fine with Kenny Stills. Honestly, anybody else besides MVS at this point. I he's saw got a rumor a, of. Uh, he's got to go home. Julio Jones, that really freaked me out. That's not I hope that went away. I don't think that's realistic. I think that the Falcons came out and said that they don't ever plan on moving Julio. Well, A, because the cap hit would be too much and B it's Julio and he kind of is well, your franchise. What do you guys think yeah. about Michael Thomas? Do you think he's on the move? Like what the hell is going on in that situation? Like I feel like it's something new every week. I think I was reading something that said that he is unhappy there, so that's why he's kind of overplaying the injuries in, in, in pursuit of a trade. What's the trade deadline? Is it tomorrow? I, think so. I don't know. What would what would a team give up for a Michael Thomas? I mean, it depends. Like at this point, they're not even using him, so it's like, I mean, I what, had, what, I had what, what do you try to what do you try to get back? Like, what are their demands? I mean, that's probably that's two tough. first rounders at least, or you could give him a sack of hot dogs like the Cardinals gave them for uh, Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see Michael Thomas move um, to the Packers would be awesome, but I think a lot of teams could obviously utilize him if he's not going to freaking play. Also, that huge uh, fight last night in the Saints game. I love so everything that. about that. Apparently that quarterback, he must talk a lot of shit because – he got punched by Michael Thomas, and he just got punched last night by the by the Chicago Bears. Dude. By Mims, yeah. Mims, Mims. So there was some sort of like uh, it, something led up to it, right? Yeah, so he poked him in the eye first. So he went up to him and like poked him in the eye. And then right before it, like the play before, he snatched his mouth guard and like was talking some shit. So then that's why um, Mims came back up and then he snatched his mouth guard and then felt the need to punch his helmet a couple times. I love it. Like uh, he went to go steal his chain and then he, he slapped him in the face and then he stood back like he was waiting for a big response and there wasn't one. So he just went straight like Chihuahua and attacked his face. And then dude's friend jumped on his back like a elementary school fight. <laughs> uh, it's too funny. 
And uh, I, I guess I think he went to um, Florida, and I, I've heard some rumblings that he was a huge shit talker there too. So I think this dude just causes trouble and just wants to get under your skin as a receiver. So he's doing a hell of a job, and he didn't fight back, so he's not getting suspended. But Mims, no, he did the right or, thing actually. He said that he, that. that he spit on him or something like that. Yeah. But the guy, he says, he's, he's, yeah, I don't know. He, it, he denies it, he's it. denying it, but I mean, I deny it. Let's see here. This one, uh, in the UFC, Anderson Silva lost. He got his ass beat, and then he retired. Um, Drew, I'm not sure if you know really who that is, um, but I know Cody does. And we, t- we, talk, we talked about him in a, a couple episodes. Oh, actually, it was the last episode with the bad injuries when he broke his leg. Leg, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he it was it was kind of a... I feel like he should have retired a while ago, but it was pretty sad to see him go. Yeah. He he was waiting for the wrong decade to retire, but yeah, uh, I saw that they like prayed together at the end, and and his opponent was saying sorry, you know, like it's part of the part of the job. So he respects Silva, but I think he also knows like this guy's like forty two years old. He's got to be done. Yeah, are you guys talking about golf? Yeah, <laughs> a guy nailed the hole in one to end it. Nice, dope. That whales. <laughs> That whales, whales. Speaking of uh, other brawls, uh, Florida, Missouri had a huge brawl, and some of the players got suspended from that in college football. That was that was pretty wild. Um, Badger game was canceled because of COVID. Iowa lost to Northwestern. <laughs> Dude, bad, get this. DraftKings put out this thing where if you added a new person, you'd get twenty five bucks. But the new person got a. They got to bet a dollar on OSU, and they gave them a hundred to one odds. Yeah. So it's basically a free hundred dollars you're getting. Yeah, to bet. OSU played, played Penn State. Did they win? Yeah, <laughs> they killed them. Yeah. Anyway, we should have done that. Deleted my account, and then you guys <laughs> could have sent me. I, I tried making like fake accounts before, and they shut that shit down so fast. <laughs> Sean's at his thirty seconds. Gmail, <laughs> yeah, because it's all the like the same mailing address and billing address and shit. So they shut that down immediately. It's stupid. Um, what else did you guys see out of sports this weekend? Sports. Uh, one thing I am seeing is the Giants currently controlling the momentum of the game here. Up seven three with the ball going into the second quarter. We'll see what happens. Twelve and a half point spread on this game. Who scored That's the it. touchdown? Uh, Daniel Jones to yep. uh, Deion Lewis. Damn. All right. Well, we can jump into the first quarter if you guys don't have anything else here. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, so let's talk about and discuss the uh, the best post-game interviews that you guys have ever heard. Post-game, post-whatever of athletes or coaches. All right. I have a pretty extensive list of some great ones. Um, so let's let one of you guys go first. Who wants to go? I'll jump the gun here. Only because I have two. And one <laughs> is uh, one is probably going to be on one of your lists. I had hoped so. It was in two, uh, 2011 when the Jets beat the Patriots um, in, right before the AFC uh, championship. And Bart Scott <laughs> came flying in like an eagle for some reason. <laughs> and said it felt great. Poetic justice. Uh, and like that's a quote that I will say to anybody almost any day of the week. Poet and, justice. And, and then he says, "Can't wait, can't, can't wait. wait." Yeah. Um. So that's one of my favorite ones. That's and then the other one is anytime uh, Derek Lewis, the UFC fighter, has a post game interview 
like when he said my balls was hot balls and I have to shit. shit. I got to do a doom doom. <laughs> uh, those are the only two I got. They're the, they're the best. Dude. Oh, like about Bart Scott too. Like this is hilarious just because he's like spitting everywhere as he's like yelling at this reporter. Is that Sal Pant, uh, Palantonio? He's <laughs> fucking screaming in his face. Screaming and spitting at him. I'm I like, just oh, love who man. he like calls. He calls people out too. Like uh, yeah. nobody believed in us. You know, Tony Pollard, you didn't believe in us. Like the guy in the booth is throwing shade at him. Uh, Drew, what do you got? Um, one of the ones I thought was hilarious was Shaq when he was on the heat. Uh, someone asked him if his mom got bit in the chest by a snake, would he suck it out? And he was like, no, but I'd do it to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's brutal. That's awesome. Shaq is uh, he's ruthless. Like I have on my list, like I literally have like any Shaq interview because he is always cracking jokes. He's witty for sure. Uh, one that I like always appalled at is a uh, T.O. when he's crying after the game. Cause I don't, I don't know the steroids do that to you. <laughs> it might make it you could. emotional. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, they were like talking shit about like the quarterback and he's like, that's my quarterback. That's, that's like, my quarterback, that's my man. That's my quarterback, man. <laughs> Sucks losing. Crying his eyes out. Cause it was Romo, right? He's crying about him. Yeah. They're all talking shit on him. Any others? Is that it? Of course, you got AI with practice. Yeah. We talk practice. in practice. Yeah. Practice? That yeah, one's we... really that was really sad because like the context of it, like if you there's a I think it's a 30 for 30 or it's documentary, I think. Um, so that interview, like that sound bite was like taken so out of proportion. So like the days before, like his best friend just got shot. Like pr- previous to that, I think like his mom died or something, and then uh, they had just lost in the playoffs, and that was the game like right that kicked him right out of the playoffs. And then he goes up there, and everyone just keeps asking about practice. And he was like, he was pissed off because he's like, okay, we just lost in the playoffs. My best friend just got shot yesterday. Like all this stuff going on in his life, and all everyone wanted to talk about was just asking him about if he was at practice, what was happening at practice, and he was just fed up with that. So he went on a yeah. rant about practice, and everyone thinks he was like saying he doesn't need practice and it wasn't that at all it was just the soundbite that got blown out of proportion yep oh we're talking about practice talking about practice (laughs) uh sean hey listeners uh anytime sean mentions 30 for 30 chug your beer okay you'll be drunk (laughs) i don't even think it was a 30 for 30 i'm pretty sure it was just a documentary i think you watched on netflix or some shit but But it's a new game we're gonna start playing it (laughs) every time i mention netflix too you gotta take a shot so um, one of my all-time favorites is Mike Tyson's interview when he uh, when he broke his back. <laughs> that is honestly my favorite interview. He's like, I don't know if you know this or not, but my my back is broken. And he was like, How'd you break your back? He said, I was I was doing twenty five hundred sit ups a day, and <laughs> and one day one day I couldn't move anymore. And I asked my doctor. I said, What's wrong, doctor? What's wrong? And he said, uh, Believe it or not, it's when your back is broken. He said. Oh, what kind of break is it? He said, spinal. <laughs> it's spinal. Spinal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that is honestly one of my favorite interviews. Yeah, that is a good one. That'll crack you up no matter what. Um, Where is your back broken? <laughs> spinal. Spinal. <laughs> um, there was a, a hockey player, and uh, he played on the Kalamazoo Wings. 
AHL, AHL team. And he did an intermission interview and he must add a challenge with his teammates to do the, uh, the meow game from super troopers. So he's, he's, he like threw in meow like eight times and the announcer or the, the guy interviewing him like totally knew. And they just like pan over to him. He's just losing his shit. (laughs) He just knew it, trying to hold it together. It was pretty funny. Um, the Richard Sherman, he had one where he was with the Doug Baldwin cutout one time and like Doug Baldwin's cutout was like right behind the podium. And then he came up and he was like, Hey Doug, hold on a second. I want to talk to these folks. And he was like going off about like the Marshawn Lynch, like getting fined for never wanting to do interviews. And then he's like, well, but if we talk about this stuff, then it's fine. And he just continues to like plug every one of his sponsors, even though they're not supposed to do that. And he like rips in the NFL. He's like, they tell us we can't be endorsed by like alcoholic beverages, but the main sponsor of the nfl is an alcoholic beverage and like just he just goes in on him and it's 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 pretty funny um and the last one i had was joe namath when he tried to kiss Susie Culber on the sidelines <laughs> have you guys ever seen that no yeah. yeah dude he's like drunk out of his mind like as an old man and he's like talking about nonsense like the team is playing terrible like, i don't really, i don't really care if the team's playing bad you know and then he just looks at her and he's just like i want to kiss you and he like tries to kiss her it's the most awkward and uncomfortable situation ever um i have to yeah. look it up i might be butchering this but i think bud grant the old vikings coach he used to just use the f word constantly in interviews <laughs> Pretty sure you can't do that anymore. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, De- Dennis Green was another good one too. The yeah. they are they are who we thought they were. That was a that was just a good little freaking one. out. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, uh, Moss when he came out and conducted his own interview because <laughs> the media he, they fined him like twenty five thousand for not talking to him or something. He did not like that apparently. Uh, Bob Knight. They kept asking him about a player, and he's like, I don't know about next year. And he, like, grabbed a glass and started rubbing it like a crystal ball. (laughs) He's like, oh, image is coming in now. (laughs) I love it. Um, Any others you guys got? Herman Edwards is like, you play to win the game, and just wouldn't get off that one. You play to win the game. The last Mm. one I got is uh, Derek Anderson when he was like, he probably like farted next to his friend on the bench and they laughed about it. But then the media afterwards, like you were down yeah. by that many points. Why oh. were you laughing? And he just got pissed or whatever. There was a, there was another like hockey one, like a, a AHL hockey one where they were like interviewing the dude. Like he just got off the ice. Like, they like go into the box and like talk to these players. So he's like sticks the microphone in his face and like his teammate next to him is sitting there with his stick and he kept like moving it over and smacking this guy in the <laughs> face. And then he would just take his water bottle, and just start squirting it on him and then just smack him in the face again. And this dude just tried not to lose it. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. All right. Well, Great interviews there, guys. Um, speaking of interviews, we have another great interview coming up on Friday, so be ready for that. Um, we can jump into the... Also, you should take a shot every time I say we're going to jump into something. No, that's your uh, thing. That's your thing. So, My legs hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to jump into the second quarter here. We're going to do a quick review on Cody's Corner. So, Cody, you had some success this week, I think. How'd it go? Cody's we smashed corner. it. It was, uh, it was a good week. 
you know, well, the thing was, instead of you texting me and me saying, I'll get you some pics by tonight, and then I wake up groggy the next morning and I got to send something, I actually looked at a few of the pics <laughs> and uh, made some educated guesses. And Who, who would have thought doing research on a topic would yield results? My bookie didn't. <laughs> He's broke now, so I don't have one. Anyone out there that's a bookie, DM the uh, page. <laughs> I need one. Well, uh, Cody probably doesn't remember his picks, but we could go through them here. He had the Vikings plus yep. six, yep. the Bengals plus six, yep, and the then Char- Chargers minus three. Yeah, Chargers, Chargers he missed on. The other two he won, uh, and then he also the the monkey knife fight pick of the week. He had Rogers two hundred seventy nine point five yards. He had more on that, and then he had Kirk. Uh, with less than 256.5 passing yards, and he smashed on that too. Yeah, Drew Locke kind of screwed us this week. Otherwise, we would have been uh, perfect perfect picks. Yeah, I mean, it was, what, a 10-point game in the fourth quarter? I thought you were yeah. a, a lock there. So yeah, yeah, What did Kirk have for passing yards? I think uh, he was negative because Dalvin Cook took them all. <laughs> thank goodness. It was really low. I swear it was like, I don't think he got to 200. Let's I think it was like 190 or something. I don't, I believe it. No, keep going. Sorry. 160. Got 160. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Rogers had 291. So we did good. Yeah. Good picks though, man. We did all right. It was windy. So it made it easy because nobody could throw. <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your strategy when you're looking at these or is it just your, your, your big brain? You just so knowledgeable. A little bit of the big brain, a little bit of strategy. Lots of Googling. I was going to say, are you Googling like best bets this week? <laughs> I don't, I've tr- you know, I've tried that in the past and you can't, it's like, oh, subscribe for our, we're, t- we're 20 and 10 in the last 30 picks. It's like, I'd rather not do that. So I don't pay anybody. I should probably <laughs> to make more money, but. Uh. No, some good, some good bets there. I'm glad you're back to even on the season. Now, Cody, you're uh, what, three and three and then uh, one and one. Mm-hmm. for the monkey knife fight so that that's exciting i uh, can't wait to to see your picks next week as well all right so that's <laughs> cody's corner <laughs> thanks wait, for so uh can you guys ex- up there ex- cody. <laughs> wait can you explain cody's corner though just as in uh, do you have a set amount of picks you're gonna make every week or is it just think, what you i think he's gonna do good. three just stick with three yeah three and then we'll do one monkey knife fight i think Beer break. It's a beer, it's a break, it's a beer break. Hey guys, I don't know about you, but I love a good pre-workout before I go lift. We have partnered with BuckedUp.com to offer you a special 20% off for you to go to the website and try it out. I personally switch between BAMF and Woke AF, but feel free to test out anything else they have to offer on the website. Head over to BuckedUp.com right now and try out some of the amazing flavors using Bratz 20 for 20% off today. We have also partnered with the new daily prop betting website, MonkeyKnifeFight.com. It brings a unique approach to the DFS world and lets you pick some of the most popular prop bets for every game in a parlay format. It's easy to play, and you should sign up today using the code BRATSANDBEER to receive a 100% first-time deposit bonus up to $50. Go sign up today using the code and win some cash. Um, All right, so we can jump into the surprise showdown at halftime. Uh, Mattress Wiki's been pretty active in our uh, promotions. He is active. Should we try calling him? Yeah, call that guy. <laughs> Sean, you're the one who he's going against. Oh yeah. yeah. I got I'm I've been thinking of one. That's what I've been so quiet for. Ooh, I got a good. Hey Matt. Hi. 
Hey, this is uh, Sean here with Brats and Beers Podcast. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. How's it going <laughs> with you? It's going, man. What are you up to? Uh, watching a movie. Oh, okay. Well, do you want to participate in our halftime uh, surprise showdown or no? You don't have to if you don't want to, but we wanted to give you a call because you've been active with us on it It'll on take two minutes. Take two minutes. Uh, I'm going to get my ass kicked if we are. It depends. <laughs> I should say yes after I hear the subject. You're, go- you're going up against me, but so you should be able to beat me because I'm pretty bad at this. Let's do rugby players. I don't know the subject yet. I could let you talk to, to Cody and Drew here if you want to find out. Uh, no, I'll, I'll just uh, do it regardless. Hold on. Let me make sure my phone's charged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Matt. How's it going? D-Man, what's up? What's up, dude? So, uh, Drew, do you got a topic? Let's do uh, inactive football players. So, last last week we did all active roster defensive players. Let's just do inactive football players. players. Yeah. Like, they can't be on an active roster. Is that fair with you, Matt? Yeah, I'm done with that. Do Do you know a few? Yeah, yeah, I think I know a few. All right, let me uh, get a timer ready here. So we'll give you 30 seconds. Uh, Drew is going to keep track. Uh, we're just looking for any football players that are not currently playing on a team. Uh, so we'll give you 30 seconds in three, two, one, go. All right. Uh, Reggie Bush, um, Ray Lewis, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, uh, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Dante Culpepper, uh, Vince Young, um, Damian Tomlinson, um, yeah. Randy Moss, Warren Sapp. Cody, are you timing? Yep, 32. <laughs> We're good. How many did you get? 1, 2, yeah, 3, 4, that... 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Oh, you got 10 of them. That's not bad. Wait, no. Right. Yeah, 10 of them. 10. Yep. All right, we're going to fool Sean, though, when he comes back and tell him that we're doing uh, current rugby stars because D-Man is a big uh, rugby fan, and uh, Sean will get pissed off. What's that? He's the biggest rugby fan I heard. (laughs) How many many rugby players could you actually name, do you think? Um, To be honest, probably not that many. I would probably be able to name, like, 15. That's pretty damn good, 15 more than me. Yeah, come on back, Sean. What am I doing? All right, so we uh, we did a theme because Matt's a big rugby person. We just are doing uh, active rugby players, and it could be international level. He got 14. Okay, Cody, get the timer ready. All right. All right, ready, set, go. Ronaldo, um, John Brown, um, Matt Stafford. Uh... <laughs> okay, we're not actually doing that. <laughs> I know he got three. He got three. I don't think you've got any of them. Can you imagine Matt Stafford playing rugby? (laughs) He can't even play football that well. Uh, Yeah, I would never be able to name one. Drew had a creative topic today. We are doing uh, inactive NFL players. They cannot be rostered on any team, uh, but have played in the NFL in the past, obviously. So we'll give you 30 seconds. Um, They can be alive or dead, by the way. Uh, Three, two, one, go. Brett Favre, Amon Green. Donald Driver, um, Clay Matthews, 
Wait, oh, fuck. Um, he's rostered. Frank Tarkenton. Um, we're gonna go with um, Mike Vick. Um, Terrell Davis. Um, Eddie George. Javon Curse. Steve McNair. Uh, Desmond Mason. Thirty. Keith Bullock. Did we give him that last one? I got to check to see if Clay Matthews is on a team. Well, I met, I met AJ Hawk and I fucked up and said Clay Matthews. I feel, I think Clay is. Oh, okay. Uh, He's currently a free agent. Oh. oh. I don't know what that means, but. I mean. For this competition. I don't know because he's still a current NFL player, but. All right. So, uh, in lieu of, of voting season, um, I'm going to have to have a recall. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, what did you do? I, I well, uh, currently uh, Sean is winning, but I think it's tied. Actually, we need to listen back. I think we forgot a couple from Matt. Oh, All right, Matt, we'll get back to you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many? How many did we get? Well, as of right now, if we're giving him Clay Matthews, you got twelve, Sean, and he's got ten. Okay. Well, Matt, you might be answered into our <laughs> end of the season surprise showdown because apparently they can't count or they don't Dude, know. My, my hand hurts. I couldn't write that fast. You don't have to write, just put little marks. Oh, that's what you guys do? <laughs> oh. Matt, what, what movie are you watching over there? To be honest, I have no idea what it's called. <laughs> it's kind of zoning out. <laughs> Is it on Netflix or what? Oh, take All a right. shot. It's a movie about like some guy whose wife died, and then he hooks up with some chick on vacation for a week, and then married her at the end of it. Oh, that sounds like a fairy tale. <laughs> I have no idea, but he replaced his wife pretty fast. Yeah. That. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us and taking some time out of your movie to uh, to play the game with us. We appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll keep you updated on uh, on the winnings. <laughs> Sounds good. I think you got me on this one, though. Uh, Maybe next time. We'll see. We'll see. We'll do rugby next time for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll catch you guys later. All right. See Thanks, you, Matt. Moving on to quarter three here. Uh, what's the topic? Thank you for leading us in there, Cody. Uh, the third quarter is going to be kind of a serious subject here. Um, the expectations and pressure on high school like stud athletes. A lot of it, uh, well, when I put together this topic, was focused around like National Signing Day on ESPN, and how it kind of like turns these kids into like celebrities before they've even like been to a, a D1 practice. Um, so, I mean, does it create a false hope for them? Is it is it almost like a lot of these guys, like probably less than five percent of them, are going to go to an, like an NFL roster? Um, is it necessary or justified? I, I know it's really cool for the kids, but at the same time, like it's probably putting a shit ton of pressure on them to, to make those millions of dollars coming out of their, their small towns or wh wherever they're coming from. What are your guys' thoughts on, on something like this? I'm kind of torn on it. So it's, it kind of brings me full circle back to the conversation we had in a previous episode about college athletes being paid because these national signing days and the, you know, five-star recruits going to different schools is going to equate to a monetary increase for that school, obviously. Whereas the athlete, yeah, you can argue that they get, 
paid. They don't get paid, but their schooling is paid for, and they get cash handouts without telling people. But I don't think it's fair to to still make money off their likeness when they're 17, 18 year old kids. What about like just like the pressure that like it kind of adds to them? Like yeah, it's it's awesome. Like I like it'd be so cool to be a high schooler and be on ESPN and like be picking your college and all that. Like like yeah, that'd be really cool. But at the same time, it's like. All, it, it almost like throws the spotlight on you that might not even be there in two years if you get hurt or maybe you're just not as good once you get to the D1 level. Like well, it, it gives you your 50 minutes of fame. I mean, without that, then I guess the people who don't pan out won't have anything. Does that affect like your long-term like ego though? Like I feel like if you go into that and you get your 15 minutes of fame, like, and then all of a sudden you have to go back and work in a factory in your hometown or work at a gas station. It's like, I feel like, that's almost that's pretty depressing, like for a lot of those guys. Well, then they shouldn't be trying to play sports and get better. Like that's part of it. Not every that's like participation trophies. Not every kid's gonna make it. Drew, um, so actually, I think it's a. I looked into this quite a bit. So if you sign, you you do you sign the letter of intent. You, if you were to leave that school before. Uh, the year started, you'd lose one year of eligibility. Even if you, and the only way you can do that is if they release you, if they sign a grant to release you. So you're kind of trapped in that way. Uh, and also, like a lot of these players, they they're coach chasers. So it's not necessarily the organization they want to play for good coach, but it happens all the time where these coaches move before the season starts, and then they want to leave. And so I think like. No, don't sign it. But has, there's been a few times where like people haven't signed it and they just pulled hats out from underneath. And I, I don't know. Yeah. It yeah. is about fame. It's about the media for sure. Like getting your name out there. Yeah. Do you think like a show or like a spotlight on ESPN like that is like necessary? Or do you think like, cause I mean, there's the times like, I, I totally think it's awesome when you're in like a small town and like, there's a player who's going to go play D2 or maybe D1 like basketball or something. And they'll hold a little, little, local press conference at their high school and like families and stuff will come out to check it out. Like, like I completely understand that. And I don't think that puts that much pressure. Cause I think everyone knows like, okay, yeah, like they're moving on, but like, it's not like a ESPN spotlight type of thing. Like, do you think like a show like that, at least for like the football players is like necessary? Do you think it's cool? Do you think it's just the, uh, a cool experience and, or do you think it, it is too much for them? Um, is that the same thing I asked before, I guess? So the the reason, it is a cool thing. It is for sure. And uh, there's a lot of benefits to it. And you get, a, you get a scholarship if you sign, but you can get it taken away as well. So you got to remember that if some, if you did something s- stupid. Um, but uh, the reason this came about is because, um, what was it? It was created in the 1960s because there's too much poaching going on from other schools and stuff. So I, I don't know. It's it's kind of like silly. You're just signing to almost you you lose sometimes when you sign because you you don't have the freedom anymore. Yeah. Just for that media and coverage. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I like the I like when they choose like hats and stuff. Um, there was a there was a player I forget who it was. Um, there was a player. He was like sitting next to his mom and. I think he was choosing between like Alabama, LSU, and someone else. Williams, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. And he, yeah. and he, 
And, and he picked the hat, and his mom like slaps him. She was super pissed at him. Yeah. And, so here's uh, the thing: it's like, yeah, kids get fame. Some of them make it, some of them don't. If they want to do it, they can. It's optional. Like I don't see the the drawback from it. I guess. Like, like the, the pressure you're saying. Yeah, like these kids are going to be under way more pressure from their coaches and from their, you know, cohort that they're playing with because, hey, this guy's a five star recruit. He's got to be better than everybody else. So, like, whether they go on national TV and say, yeah, I'm going to X, Y, or Z school, it doesn't matter. Like, they still got to go and perform whether they do it or not. But, but like, the families and stuff, like, and and just, like, the towns that some of the kids come from, like, they're expecting a lot. And there's a lot of people, like, backing them or who might be trying to help them and, like, expecting them to go pro. Like, I'm sure all their parents, like, they have all that pressure that, like, okay – guess what mom we're on ESPN now picking a school and like she's fully expecting you to they would they would still pressure on you whether you did a national signing day or not I, f- I feel like it just heightens it though and also I know the, I know the pressure is there but it, it almost like sometimes it almost seems like unnecessary for like some players for like to have like and this is a stat I completely made up but I'm guessing it's probably around there but like the less than five percent of those players probably make it to the NFL like it's most likely definitely athletes. Yeah, out of any of those guys signing on national signing day, I would say like on ESPN, like there's probably less than five percent of them that actually go to the NFL. We'll have to look into it. Um ten maybe, but the other thing is uh if if you're under a lot of pressure because these other people around you are pushing you so much, like you know, they're just trying to get some money from you in the future anyway. So <laughs> fuck them. Like don't find your own, you know, gold Uncle, stash. Uncle Randy and Yeah. Yeah. So to hell with them anyway. All right. Shall we head over to the fourth quarter? Yeah, finish it up. It was a good uh good topic there. Um fourth quarter is going to be if you were able to have dinner with three athletes or coaches, dead or alive, who would they be? And then we'll do a reverse question after about your nightmare dinner with three people. Mine would be uh, Paige Speronic, Leisha Schmidt, Lexi Thompson. Ditto. I'll take those three, too. <laughs> and we're going to the Olive Garden. All of the garden. My my real one is uh, probably, this sounds silly. I could not think of, like, who I would want to do it with, like, inspirationally and whatnot. But So I went with Randy Moss uh, and then Chuck and Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, you suck. I had uh I had I had Michael Jordan and then Chuck and Shaq, but I did say if if uh if Chuck was busy, I would take Giannis or Mello as a replacement. Oh nice. Mello would eat the whole buffet. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to understand Giannis, but I just want to hang out with him. <laughs> and fuck you about that Mello comment. Yeah. <laughs> Cody. Oh, if I had to pick three, I couldn't narrow it down uh, mainly because I didn't do any research. And I didn't know this was a topic, but off the top of my head, oh my gosh, we're gonna roll. I'll be selfish. We're gonna have to do MJ All and Giannis. Star, Brett Favre, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. MJ and Giannis, just so Giannis can learn a thing or two from him about being a little more hungry, and then we'll probably throw Kobe in there. Just rest in peace. Nice. But I can say the players are the people I don't want. It'd be. Roy Williams, uh, Bill Belichick, and Randy Moss. Like that would be an absolutely horrible dinner. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go quick because I have the reverse of your first one, Coach K. 
Holy shit. Could you imagine listening to his goddamn nasally little rat voice the whole fucking time? Oh, my God. <laughs> These ribs are done. It would be horrible this year and like from uh, in history. Yeah. God, it would be. And then I um, can't believe you, Sean. I had so I had Doris Burke, but then I was like, she's not an athlete or coach. <laughs> But I could not stand her voice, too. If Coach K and her got going, I swear to God. <laughs> and then uh, as, a, as a third, um, and if I can't use Doris, I would say Kendrick Perkins or or LeBron. That's my three. Dang, I man. I guess four, but if I can't have Doris, then Kendrick and LeBron. Dude, you're, you're, a, pl- you're a player hater. LeBron would just be yelling about tacos, and you wouldn't shut the hell up. And oh, my God. How can you, you hate to... someone so much? You make him your password to all of your important sign-on things. No, no, I liked him. I used to like LeBron when he first was like young, came in the league. Like it was awesome. Like I love LeBron. And then he did his whole ESPN stint of I'm going to South Beach and then I'm going to recruit and make super teams. And now that's all the NBA is a super team. So not a fan for that. Hey, followers. Um, Sean's Netflix and 30 for 30 password is LeBron James 23. <laughs> yeah, figure out my my email address. Oh, wait, it's, it's, it's the same LeBron. thing. <laughs> uh, okay, let me do my uh, my haters. Um, so OJ, just because I'd probably be on edge the whole time. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, because his own family doesn't like him. And then uh, I got two, actually. Uh, Tom Brady, because he might kiss me and I might like it. And then uh, Conor McGregor, because if I don't eat what he wants, he'll punch me in the face. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with the, the vodka? He bought the guy a shot yeah. and then he punched him in the face. Dude, that, that was a good one. That's pretty funny. Um, Conor would actually be in up there like on mine, too. Ugh. I feel like he'd just be a jerk the whole time. Yeah. What if he wasn't? It'd just be kind of cool to talk to him. That's true. Uh-huh. And then I got one more real quick. Uh, it's just a random one. Uh, Marshawn Gronk and then Johnny Manziel. He can like dress us up in disguises to get us out if we need to. And he'll probably pay for everything. <laughs> I like that. Is that Is one he... that you want or you don't want? Uh, I think it's just one we should all try sometimes. <laughs> Just eat Skittles for dinner, or what? yeah. I just think it'd be a crazy time. Like Gronk would probably take us somewhere, bumping. That would be wild. That would be a weird dynamic with those three, though. Good point. You would need like Johnny Manziel, like Baker, and like and then Gronk, maybe. I could do. I could put Gronk in there. What did you say? Leaf, just get three fizzled out quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so that takes care of the fourth quarter. Do you guys want to do a name game tonight? I don't got time. Cody doesn't have time. <laughs> all right, well, we are going to skip the overtime um, this time because Cody has a bedtime. It's 8.30 right now. Daylight he savings, though, so. Has to be in bed. <laughs> but we will play one next week for sure. It'll be guaranteed. We'll, we'll do two. We'll do two. You and Drew are tied. Five, five, and I have three because I'm. We're gonna keep to pushing it off, Drew. Yeah, until it's the end. I'm gonna use my phone next time. Too. <laughs> you did the last one. You do every time. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us, uh, follow us, like us, 
Uh, send us those uh, topics that you want us to discuss. We have a new interview coming up this Friday. It will be out at probably 7 a.m., maybe 6 a.m. We might bump it up, you know, give those early birds a little something to listen to. Uh, but we'll be announcing it on our Instagram. We're going to do a little quiz on there like we usually do for our guests. Uh, so stay tuned on there. Don't forget to go on Bucked Up. Use the code BROTS20 for 20% off. And then go on Monkey Knife Fight. Go uh, win some money on there and use the code BROTS and BEER to receive a first-time 100% deposit bonus up to 50 bucks. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Go.